welcome everyone to another week of Ramban Ala Torah. Obviously, we're in the middle of a war, and our learning should be for a Shlema for the injured, for the return of the hostages, and for the victory of, of good over evil. Okay, I'd like to do at least three uh, topics in the Ramban today. The first is really the first pasuk. Says the Torah, Vayero, I love Hashem Be'elonim Amrei, Vuhu Yoshev Petach Ha'el Kachom Hayom. And the problem with, with the pasuk and the problem is that the action is, is missing. Vayero, I love Hashem Be'elonim Amrei, to do what? To say what? Right? God sort of disappears after the first pasuk. So this is a technical question but it will morph into a much bigger discussion, a much bigger machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban in terms of visions in the Torah. What does it mean that God appeared? Did it happen? Did it not happen? Let's start with Rashi. Says the Ramban, the first Ramban of the Parsha, I love Lashon Rashi, Levakera Tachola. So Rashi says it's true. The Pasuk doesn't say why God was coming to visit, but the reason he was coming to visit was to be Mavakar Cholim. Avram Avinu had just had a bris milah. That's the very last pasuk. The Ramah will make this point later. The very last pasuk in the last, very last bit in Lech Lecha was the mitzvah bris milah. So now Kaddish Baruch is coming the third day after his milah to visit him. Okay, let's skip a little bit and pick up as follows. Uvisefer Morehanavuchim Neemar Ki HaParsha Klalufrat what does it mean, Klal Ufrat? That's the vision. And then come the details. Well, it was. So the first thing is there was a Mare. And the second thing is what happened in the Mare. Now asks the Ramban, if it was just a vision, meaning it didn't happen, we would refer to a mara in the way the Rambam refers to it as a dream. Okay, so if it was just a dream, um, it just appeared that people were eating. That's not called a mare Hashem, if it's just a dream. According to the Rambam, that it didn't really happen, it was just a dream. None of these things actually happened. They were just a dream. It seems like it's a false dream. What's the point of God revealing all this to Avraham? They're just silly details. The the malachim eating don't matter. None of these things matter. And now he makes the the problem worse. So too the Rambam says, Right? In the fight between Yaakov and the malach shal Esav. That too, the Rambam thinks, was just a vision. Didn't really happen. Says the Rambam, 
Well, if it was just a vision, why was Yaakov hurt the next morning? Why was he limping? Why do we have the mitzvah of Gid Anasha? He was saved from seeing God. He had seen God other times. He was Yaakov Avinu. Right? This is a fundamental machlokes. This is one of the reasons why the Ramban was not the world's biggest fan, fan of the Mora. The fact that sometimes the Rambam describes stories in the Torah as being just visions. And the Ramban is unwilling to accept that. And he says... It's Osur to listen to them, or even just to hear them is Osur. Right? This is the Ramban really, really taking issue with the Rambam. We're not going to try to explain the Rambam Shita. There is a rationale for it. But it's just interesting to note, I think I've said this before, that the Ramban was not a big fan of the Mora, yet the Ramban did more to promote the Mora than, than maybe anyone else. The top 10 ideas that we know from the Mora, we know because the Ramban quotes it a la Torah in order to disagree with it. So in a strange way, you know, we know that the Ramban thinks there are stories in the Torah that are just dreams. How do we know that? Well, he wrote it in the Mora Nebuchim, but if you didn't read the Mora Nebuchim, how would you know it? Because the Ramban says so, al HaTorah. Okay, and the Ramban goes on to, to, to completely sort of disprove this idea. There's a very, very long piece in the Ramban, which we'll skip most of. But again, says the Ramban, well, if it was all a vision, so did the Malachim go to stone? Did they meet Lot? Right? What's a vision and what's real? Did Lot make matzot for them, as the Pasuk says? The Ramban says, of course, that's what the Torah says. Okay, so that's one issue, which is, did it happen? Did it not happen? How would the Rambam defend the Ramban's attacks? Which is, you know, the Ramban's attacks are very, very strong. Which is, you could tell me that there's just a dream, but clearly things happen. Did the Malachim tell Sarah that she was going to have a son or not? Did Sarah laugh or not? Right, so it seems to me that the weight of the arguments are very, very much in favor of the Ramban. But then he picks up on another issue. And that is, okay, if, if, it was, if it wasn't just a vision, if it really happened, what does it mean? So Rashi had said, it was What would the Ramban say? So Ramban says something very interesting. I'm skipping to the very, very end of that first Ramban on the, on the Torah. First of all, he says, don't think to yourself, well, how could this just be a continuation of the Pasha? Ki inyan mechubar, of course it's continued. V'lachein amar v'yeira elav, v'lo amar v'yeira Hashem el Avraham. Right? Because it's a continuation in the Torah. The introduction of different parshiot came much later. Obviously the Ramban knew about them. The Ramban knew there was something called Pasha's Lechler, or there was something called Pasha's Vayera. But he says in terms of the Torah, there was no such thing. The Torah is just continuing the story. V'haraya v'yeira elav. Who's elav? So if you read it last week, maybe you don't remember who elav was. But if you just continued reading the psukim, you know the previous psukim were talking about Avram Avinu. So it must be that God appeared to Avraham. Okay. Aval b'parsha ratsa l'sader kavod hana'asalo God wants to show honor to Avram Avinu 
for doing the bris milah. Okay, God told Avram he was going to have a son. And Sarah heard, right? She heard the Malach telling Avraham. It really happened. Says the Ramban, that's what Rashi means. Says the Ramban, you see this sometimes in Tanakh. God comes to a person not for a particular reason, not to be mevaser him, not to tell him anything. God comes to a person to show him honor. Right? Just like God appears after they built a Mizbeach Avanim, so too God appears after, they, after Avram did a bris milah. Why is God appearing? Just to sort of support Avraham, just to endorse it, right? If a great person, uh, you know, if the President of the United States, if the King of England, I used to say the Queen, the King of England appears to you, that's an honor. Why did he appear to you? It doesn't matter to me. It matters that, the, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared to me. It matters that this great person appeared to me. And so HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, Avraham Avinu was mal himself, he circumcised himself, you know, at a, at a late age, that's very painful. That's a real Messias Nefesh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes to support him. So Rashi sees in that a kind of Bikr Cholim. The Ramban doesn't need the Bikr Cholim. He agrees with the idea, but he says the point was, God didn't come for any particular reason. God came to support Avraham, to show that he really appreciated what Avraham did. And that's why it's a little odd. And then the story starts. etc. Because the story is different than God appearing to Avraham. God appearing to Avraham was to support him. And the Ramban has other examples where that is the case in the Torah. Okay. Let's go to the story of Stome briefly. Because again here, the Ramban's morality and, and how he sees the world really, really plays through. Okay. Um, Perak Yutet, let's read Posuk Chet. Vayetzelem lo da pescha vadela sagach arav, vayomor al no achai toreu, hine no lish ne vanota shelo yadu ish, otsiana eten alechem va asulahem katov beinechem. I have two daughters. They've never slept with any men. I'll give you them. Rakla anashim ha'el al ta'asu davar, ki al kain ba'u bitzel korati. So if you're like me, that seems completely bizarre, right? On the one hand, you have Lot being a tzaddik and saying, I'm going to protect these people, and he's arguing with the people of Stone. But he's going to give them his daughters? What does that mean? Otam. So says the Ramban. So first of all, the Ramban wants to talk about what makes Stone so evil. Were they the worst people ever? So he says, V'kavanatam. They wanted to end immigration. This is the Ramban. 
with, with no political statements, certainly in the United States. Just, they wanted to end immigration. Ki chashvu she ba'avur tovat artsam, shehi kigan Hashem, ka'aretz nisrayim ba'achat tzohar, they lived in a beautiful place. Yavo shem rabim. We need to keep people out, because everybody's going to want to live with us. Veheim hayu mo'aseh hatzdaka. They were against staka. Okay, now, what's the obvious question? Why did that load come? So he says, Avalod ba'ashro umamono ba'alehem. But load was rich. So maybe that's why they let him come. Oshe bikesh me'em reshut. Oshe kiblu lichvod Avraham. Maybe they made an exception, or maybe they made an exception for Avraham's nephew. Avraham was obviously world, world famous. Vahakatuv me'it shedot kavanatam. Shenemar, hinei zehaya avon stama chodcha ga'on shivat lechem v'shavat hashkeit. Says the Ramban, that's what the Pasuk in Cheskel says. That the real sin of stone was they didn't let any of the lower class in and they didn't help them at all. They were particularly mean to poor people. It's true. They had all kinds of negative, of, of negative character traits. But says the Ramban, the reason why God wiped out Stom and Amorah was because Bishita, right? They like they had a town hall meeting, and they agreed to be evil. They agreed not to support the lower classes. They agreed not to have social justice. They agreed not to let new people into the area. They agreed to be extremist in what seems like normal behavior, right? They were selfish, and they made selfishness one of the character traits of Stoma Namora. And the Ramban says. That can't be. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that can't be. There could be worse people in the world, but they're not doing it as part of an ideology of selfishness. They're not doing it as part of an ideology that we don't want to have to support people who are of a lower class, who have less money than we do. That's real evil, says the Ramban. And then the last part, Vidai says, Ki mishpat stom ma'alat eretz Yisrael. The last thing you have to know is even now, he says, stone was wiped out because it was part of Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't the worst place in the world. The land of Israel can't bear evil people living in it. And therefore the Ramban, he basically, he doesn't say it explicitly, but he says, if stone existed any place in the United States or any place outside of Chutz Laharetz, Okay, maybe God could have looked the other way or could have not destroyed them because there could be evil in the world. But in Eretz Yisrael, as we'll see in other Rambans later on, which has its own beating heartbeat and its own sense of morality and its own idea that the land won't allow bloodshed and the land acts on its own, stone could not exist in Eretz Yisrael and had to be kicked out and had to be destroyed. Now, the point I mentioned before, when, when Lot says, take my daughters, the next Ramban, he says, Mitoch shivcho shel ha'ish hazeh banu lidei 
in praising this person, Lot, we've also come to see his failing. And, and it's hard to miss it. Right? He's basically Moser Nefesh for the Malachim because they're his, his responsibility. He brought them into his house. But the fact that he thought to give his daughters to the Anshe stone in return for leaving these people safe, even though they were his guests, that's evil. or That's just a lack of awareness that your daughters are people. And the Ramban suggests, without reading it inside, the Ramban suggests that it could be that sexual immorality was so ingrained in stone that Avram didn't really think about it. I'm sorry, that Lot didn't really think about it. Lot said, I'll give my daughters to them. It will end this whole, you know, incident and my guests will be safe. And it didn't dawn on Lot what a bad idea it is. And the very last line, we don't have time to read the whole thing. He says, Amar Could it be Lot? that you're saving your daughters for yourself. Now, again, that's obviously not the case, but of course that turned out to be the case, right? Lot landed up sleeping with each of his daughters. Okay, he was drunk and it was after the destruction of the world and maybe they thought there was no one left in the world. I don't know. But even in this moment, like because of his idea, because his idea was to give his daughters away and because the sexual immorality of it didn't dawn on him, the Medrash Ki'ilu is saying that Lot was punished, that the sexual immorality of incest, of sleeping with his own daughters, didn't dawn on him, and that's how he did it, and that's what happened. Okay, so much for the story of, of Stome. Now, let's go on. Let's go on to, I guess, the most important story in the parsha. certainly, you know, for, for us, for Jews, it's a point of pride, and that's Akedat Yitzchak. And the Torah says, And just as an introduction to the Ramban, obviously the problem is going to be twofold. The problem is, one, and two, divine foreknowledge. Right? If God knows the future, do we really have free will? And if we re- really have free will, does God know the future? Now, why does this come up in the Ramban? Because obviously, if God's going to test me, it sounds on some level that God doesn't know the future, right? Teachers in school give tests because they want to know, do the students know the material? That's the only reason for a test. So the Ramban is bothered by this. And he says as follows, V'alokim nisat Avraham, Inyan ha-nisayon, Nisayon, we would translate in, in English, to be a test. Because, says the Ramban, and it's something he deeply believes, we have absolute free will, right? Am I going to drop this paper or not? It says the Ramban, it's completely up to me. Completely up to me. So if that's the case, what does it mean, Vailokim Nisat Avraham, that he gave him a test? Yikra Nisayon Mitzad Haminusa. 
Says the Ramban, it's a test for me. Am I going to do something or not is a test for me. It's not a test for God. It's not that God wants to know. God already knows. It's a question of will I do it or not. Now, how does this work? Aval God, the testor, wants to be motzi something from the potential to the actual. So I'll give you an example. That's a real one. I would like to believe that if I was walking past a river in the middle of the winter and I saw a little girl drowning in the middle, I would like to believe that I'm the kind of person who would jump in and save her. Even though it's wet, even though it's cold, all the things, I'd like to believe that I'm that kind of person. But I don't really know. But if one day I'm walking past the river and I see a little girl drowning in the river and I jump in and I save her, now I'm not a person who potentially would jump into a river. I think that's who I am now. But when it happens, I'm a person who actually did it. And there's a huge difference. And says the Ramban, God wants me to not just be a person who in potential would do it, but who actually did it. This seems to be, says the Ramban, a difference in how God rewards us. If I'm the kind of person who would do it, I could get some, little, some limited reward. But if I'm the kind of person who actually did it, says the Ramban, God has to reward me in full because I did it. And therefore, the Ramban says, God knew that Avraham would pass the test. It wasn't, take your, let me see if he's willing to sacrifice his, his son. He's willing to sacrifice his son. But before the Akedah, Avram Avinu was a person who in potential, if asked by God, would have sacrificed his son Yitzchak. And that gets a, a small part of reward. But afterwards, he became the kind of person who did, who was willing to, who was actually willing to. And that gets a whole advanced level of reward. And the Ramban says, Veda ki Hashem tzadik yivchan. In addition, says Ramban, God is only going to test Sadikim. When he knows that a Tzadik is going to pass the test, he tests him because he wants to reward him. But God's not going to test Rishayim. He's not going to test people who aren't going to pass. Says the Ramban, all tests in the Torah are for the benefit of the testee, are for the benefit of the person who's being tested. God already knows the answer. The answer is they're going to do it. Now, these are two separate points in the Ramban. The first is to make a person not just potentially, but actually that person. The second part, which Ramban didn't need to say, but clearly he believes it, is that God only tests people who are going to pass the test. Now, it, it sounds true. It is true, obviously, but it sounds, it sounds believable until you think about your own life. I, I fail tests all the time. People I know fail tests all the time. 
And the question is, what does the Ramban mean when he says he's not going to test somebody or what does he mean that God only tests Sadiqim and they only pass? So my sense is as follows. The challenges that we encounter in life, challenges with our children, with our parents, with Parnassah, with all the things that people struggle with in life, those are not nisyonot. Those are not artificial, right? God doesn't appear to me and ask me to do something and then I'm going to pass that test. No, God, you know, the challenges that I encounter in my life, which I often fail at, they're challenges. But when God comes to Avram Avinu and says, that's not something that comes up in ordinary life. That's God intervening to give you the kind of test or the kind of nisayon that wouldn't normally happen. Those nisyonot, says the Ramban, always end in success and never end in failure. And this idea of the Ramban is emphasized again in Pasuk Yudbet, Ki atayadati ki re'elokimata, says the Ramban, bikoach. Originally, Avram Avinu was a yirei Hashem, but just in potential, lo yitzei lefal b'ma'aseh ha'gadol hazeh. It never came out. But now, he actually did it. When the Malach cries out, Avravinu, the, the God of Lador, the first monotheist, no one knew before him that he had Yiras Shamaim, that Yirat Elohim? No, he had Yirat Elohim in potential. But now he had full-fledged Yirat Elohim of the type that God can reward. That's Pshat in the Pasuk. And last Ramban for the day, a few Pesukim later, Yan, Asher Asita, Tadavar, Zevolo, Chasachta, Pinchat, Yechitchami, many, right? What's he going to give him? He's going to give him Zera. Says Ramban, Gam mitchilav tichol ki yirbed zaro kechokhlea shemaim. But it's not the first time God is promising Avram children. What's the Chiddush? Aval ata hosiflo. He adds the following, God is, is swearing in his own name. Because you did this great thing, that you're going to inherit your, your, your enemy's gates. Avram Avinu was always worried. It's true God promised him something, but maybe he sinned. Maybe he did something wrong. Maybe in the war with the four kings against the five, he killed somebody who was innocent. Maybe God made the promise, but it wasn't going to come true because Avraham wasn't going to stand up to his side of the bargain. Now, says the Ramban, after the Akedah, God is saying, don't worry, Shlo Yigrom HaChet. I'm promising this to you unconditionally. O Shipo Biyadavav, Velo Yikom, Vinei Zo Haftacha Shilema Atida Lanu. Avraham Avinu, don't worry anymore that when I make a promise to you, you have to say to yourself, I believe God's promise, but maybe I let God down, maybe I sinned. Now the promise is absolutely unconditional. There's nothing you can do that would erase it. You're going to have children. Okay, so we saw a few interesting ideas today. One, first of all, that God often appears to people just to be supportive, not for any other reason. And second, 
the Ramban completely rejects the Rambam's idea that sometimes you have a vision, but it didn't really happen. Of course it happened, said the Ramban. Second, the story of Stone, that they, what was so bad about Stone? They institutionalized selfishness. They institutionalized this idea that we don't want immigrants, we don't want to have to help anybody, we don't want the burden of a lower class. Says the Ramban, that can't exist, and particularly it can't exist in Israel. Secondly, the fact that Lot often offered his daughters speaks well of his Achnasas Archim, but speaks very poorly about Lot as a person and his sense of priorities, that he would sacrifice his daughters for the Malachim. That's a completely wrong and a completely mistaken approach. And finally, the idea of the Akedah, that God doesn't test people because he doesn't know the answer. Of course he knows the answer. God gives people the opportunity to become better. God gives people the opportunity who in potential would be a certain type of person to actually become that certain type of person. And if they do, then they lack in a schar of the type that they wouldn't otherwise. Okay? Yashkach, have a great Shabbos, and I'll see you next week. 